My name is Kez. I live near Manchester with my boyfriend Phil and my daughter Amy Rose. Amy has cerebral palsy, epilepsy and is tube fed. When I'm not caring for Amy, in my spare time I like to read, write, watch TV and look after our dog Monty and our guinea pigs Omar and Pablo. Is she disabled? She is, yeah, I replied, surprised by how at peace with the whole thing I currently am. So is it autism she has? asked the man. No, she has cerebral palsy, I respond, trying to sound upbeat still. Whenever I say she has cerebral palsy, I see the person's face transform from candid and conversational to pitying and empathetic. It's a natural reaction, I suppose, and maybe a reaction I too would have given had I been that person a few years ago. You know what, though? It's okay. Sure, I often wonder how things would be if things were different. I also wonder how Amy feels about it all. After all, she is the person dealing with her diagnosis primarily, not me at all. I hate the pain she has, and I hate the challenges she faces daily, but my child is not a problem waiting to be fixed. Actually, the world is a problem that is waiting to be fixed. People's attitudes need fixing, accessibility issues need fixing. My daughter is changing for no one, but the world can. The person inquires further about the diagnosis. So, does she talk? The person asks. No, but she communicates in her own way, and we've been trying to help her in every way we can. She does really well to get her message across. The person looks deflated. To them, speaking verbally is everything. But don't worry, this is where you are wrong. I've said it before, and I will say it over and over again. Communication is not just verbal. It is body language, facial expressions, sounds, all sorts. Amy has been lucky enough to get regular sessions using iGaze technology. We are very early stages at the moment, but so far she's worked out that if she looks at the radio on the screen, it will play music. When she looks away, it stops. Genius. Never underestimate the energy and mental concentration this takes, however. Even for people without visual impairments and compromised motor function, this can be very tricky and very tiring. What a legend she is. Does she walk? The person asks nervously, knowing too well that the answer could be a no and not being prepared for that answer. No, I reply. I explain that one day we hope to use a gait trainer and that Amy can explore her movement more independently. Right now, a lot of work is being done every day by many people to get her stronger and stronger. She works hard every day trying to control her movements and to become more purposeful with them. The one that tends to shock people most, however, is the answer to... Does she eat? Nope, tube fed 24-7. To make light of the situation, I joke about how actually she's one of the only people I know who is 100% nutritionally complete on their diet, getting every vitamin and mineral she needs. I also joke that she is more efficient than us oral eaters who waste time constantly cooking and eating. She has a feeding pump that drips food into her all day long, leaving her free to focus on bigger and better things. The response to all of this is, she will walk one day. She will talk too, I know it. I think sometimes people say this with a degree of certainty because in their mind, they can't stand to think that she is in any way suffering or in any way deprived. It makes us feel better to think of those things one day going away and that magically one day she'll come running out of the house with fistfuls of sweeties and go and play in the street with her friends. Sorry to burst your bubble, but I don't think that's going to happen. 
Can we stop seeing my little girl with her feeding tube, wheelchair, splints and so on and taking pity? From knowing Amy all her life, that girl does not feel sorry for herself. She does get frustrated sometimes by her limitations, but don't we all? She has lots of friends who love her and who she loves. She has a dedicated team of people working with her every single day to achieve her optimum and ensure she experiences as little pain as possible. I have plenty of days where I dwell and think about what could have been. I regularly relive her birth in my mind over and over. I agonise over it a lot. But that's me and my baggage, not hers and not yours. Every day I am so thankful that she is here. It upsets me to think there are people out there who do not feel she has a quality of life, but I've given up trying to justify her place on earth. This place that she has fought harder than any of us have tried to secure. I actually feel sorry for those people, not my daughter. Because without her, I wouldn't have found a profound new meaning to life. She's validated my existence beyond belief. And sometimes I have to remind myself just how far we've all come and how lucky we all are. There was a time too where I naively thought that all of a sudden speech and mobility would happen. But eventually we began to lower our expectations. Not in a negative way, but in a way that we could all set achievable goals. If you had told me this time last year Amy would be able to use an eye gaze system, or that she could wave to people or high-five them, I wouldn't have believed it. Not because I don't believe in her, because I do, but because at that time we were working so hard just trying to keep her going with her various medical issues. On the opposite end of the spectrum, there are people that use our children's successes as inspiration porn. By that, I mean example a picture of a child using a walking frame and smiling is captioned, if he can do it, we all can. This is actually derogatory and degrading. We need to find a balance. We shouldn't be using the achievements of someone with a disability to give us perspective, as in, at least I don't have it that bad. If he can do it, I can do it, and so on. We all have our differences and we all have our flaws. We all have different abilities, some more than others. The best thing to do is to be thrilled we are all here and part of this and work together to build happy lives. We don't need a magic wand, we need inclusion, accessibility, acceptance and awareness. Yes, an MRI scan would tell you that she's severely brain injured, but what it would not tell you is her unique hobbies and interests, her incredible personality, her gorgeous looks and her cheeky smile. We are not all our diagnosis, we are more than what you see written upon a doctor's letter. We don't want to be pigeonholed or pitied. And just a little note to say, by the way, this post is written entirely from my own perspective. I realise, of course, that I am not the one with the disability. I speak only from encounters I've had with my daughter. I don't want people to think I'm telling this from my daughter's viewpoint or talking for her. She may indeed have her own take on that, but I'm not able to extract it. I'm mindful when I write these posts that they could be taken out of context or not received how I intend them. Personally, I some have a few sometimes debilitating medical issues too, and I don't expect sad faces and empathy. Just help when I ask for it and friendship. The goal of this post is to tell everyone that we should celebrate everything and live life to the fullest no matter what we have going on. 